Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Empty Pockets Podcasts. This week we'll be chatting to Brian O'Loughlin about the Bluebells and Buskers Festival in Rathangan. With the Maybank holiday approaching and the festival in a different format this year, we decided to kick off by asking Brian how it all began. Yeah, so Brian, thanks a million anyway for popping by on Zoom. Really appreciate it. Um, look, I mean, as I said... I'm not sure. I'm, I, I'm honoured. Thank you. Oh, well, more, more than welcome. Um, and uh, really, really looking forward to for this chat. Um, obviously, the Bluebells and Buskers is what this chat's going to be about. Um, and it's it's something that I've played myself. Uh, thanks very much for the, the invite. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a very welcome addition to it, Carl. Thank you, thank you. I, I appreciate the comments. Um, it's been, it's been, no, it's been, a, it's been a fabulous uh, experience so far, and um, long may it continue. But I, I kind of wanted just to to take some time today and kind of dig into um, some questions about okay. it because I, I had lots of questions, and I think it's a very interesting concept and interesting. I'd, I'd call it a festival. I'm not sure what you'd call it, but look at so do I. Even though it's only three hours long, <laughs> you know. It sounds like um, the best kind of festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're right. And in fairness, it's very simple. You know, um, logistics is nearly the most challenging part of the whole thing, um, because it started six. This would have been the seventh year. How how did the bluebells and buskers come about? Come about, yeah. Um, well, my dad was very active in the community, like in general. And he died seven years ago in January. And he promised the Paddy Lachlan, who's the chair of the community centre, because he was very involved in the original, like 30, 35 years ago, when they set it up. And there was a re- big revamp. So he promised Paddy he'd do a fundraiser and he'd raise minimum a thousand euros for it. We decided that we'd actually we'd honour his promise to Paddy, number one. And the one thing that dad loved was killing Thomas Woods. And he went out practically every day until he literally couldn't go out. So we decided we'd do a little music festival, you know, and we kind of asked a few really um, locally. About 15 musicians, I think. Um, And we had a few kids' games and stuff. Um, And I have to say, it it was a lovely day. It was, there was a bit of mayhem the car park, which would have taken about 200 cars, got chock-a-block after about 20 because with nobody in the car park. Um, and then about three musicians down, there was a lady, I won't mention her, a lovely uh, musician. And she'd missed the original walk-around that we had. And <laughs> when people got to her and asked which way, she sent them all the wrong direction. <laughs> so they wandered off and saw no more musicians. Um, but do you know what? It brought it home, Carl. Even they had a lovely day. Yeah. You yeah. know, they got out into the woods, the bluebells and the wild garlic were beautiful. And I realised there, there was no losing here. Yeah. You know, that everybody was going to enjoy it. And um, and it was a lovely day. And... Um, so the following year, and like it built up fairly rapidly. Like Dad had promised Paddy, like he'd raise a minimum of a thousand. So to date, we've raised over twenty thousand. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I have to say we're delighted, and it is a lovely community family day. That there's 
Well, well, in theory, like it's definitely in thirteen when we started it, we were very clear that there was no charge. Yes. People could come, you know, if there's no money, they could come and have a lovely afternoon with their parents, their children, whatever. Um, l- later on, we did our, um, add, well, a voluntary contribution of five euros a car. Um, but after that, um, the same story, people can come, enjoy it. Um, and we've, we are so lucky, we have so much talented artists um, within 20 miles of Rathangan, uh, including yourself, Carl. I mean, it is lovely. And people, I wasn't aware that in actual fact you're my neighbour. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, does, it does bring communities together. It, it's one of the things I found um, by, by being up there is that uh, when you go out and you walk around, you see a lot of faces that you'd see in the town, um, but you wouldn't realise that they actually play music or that they're, Correct. they're, they're, they're Correct. as talented as they are. And, um, you know, you, you get you get to... You get to mingle, you get to mix, exchange phone numbers, have a chat, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And it, it, it's, it's a fantastic, um, I suppose, artistic gathering because uh, it, it hasn't even, from what I can see, it hasn't even stopped that music. It's, it, it's branched out further again. Yeah, well, absolutely. Uh, like, we tried to introduce, we had yoga a few years with Tai Chi. Um, there's Gary O'Rourke, does circus, has a circus act. There's poetry. You know, so there is something for everybody, really. Um, and, like, the boys' school always have at least two bands, and it's lovely to see the kids, uh, you know, primary school kids getting out and with a good audience, you know. Um, so I have to say, it's been a very positive experience. And uh, musicians, they're the easiest crowd to please. <laughs> 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 We've low expectations, Brian. <laughs> no, no, which is great, I have to say. Thank you very much. <laughs> because they all come out, they're never any drama. They get their spot, they head on over. And like, as you know, they play between two and three hours. Like, that's yeah. a long gig. I have they're to say, though, I, I, I never noticed the time go. Um, wow. The only thing I ever noticed was getting thirsty, um, and you'd stop and you'd have a, a couple of drinks of water, but um, you wouldn't even feel hungry because the, the the amazing buzz and the uniqueness, part of the uniqueness, in my opinion, is that it's not even a crowd; it's not a static crowd; it's a dynamic crowd. Yeah. So you could be playing a song and five people would be listening, and then maybe twenty minutes later you're playing the same song and fifty people are listening. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's a completely different fifty people. Um, and so that that just continually keeps the adrenaline flowing, the buzz going, and it, it makes it fresh. It's basically it's fresh every time. Every time it's on. Because in fairness, at the very start, like we had told the musicians to be playing for about twenty minutes, and yeah. if they yeah. want, they can repeat after two or three songs. And um, little did we know that they were going to be playing for three hours, and <laughs> but they get stuck into it. You know, and by and large, I mean, it's a very positive feedback. Um, and they do enjoy it, which is lovely. And I have to say, people are exposed to an awful lot of more music and a variety of music through the woods because it's not because it's an unticketed event. Anybody and anybody does turn up. And it is lovely for people to know what's available around them, you know, and the talents that is available. And I think it's actually a great advertising for the woods as well. Um, a lot of people have, have discovered Killing Thomas Woods for the first time, literally because of the Bluebells and Buses. Look, absolutely. And, 
And um, would you believe it? A lot of Ratangan people have only discovered it. I would. I would indeed, yeah. You know? Yeah. That, uh, but it, it's lovely to see. And it's, while it's not, it is obviously better when it's not crowded, you know? Um, so you don't really even see that it's best, but you do pick up on a lovely, I think, healthy atmosphere on the day. Um, but you'll always see, like, for the week afterwards, like, it's fairly busy down there. You know, people are coming back, and it's lovely to see it. And there ends the first part of the interview with Brian O'Loughlin about Bluebells and Buskers. But just to be clear, Bluebells and Buskers this year in Rathangan will be an online event. Uh, It's going to be on Facebook at 2pm on Sunday the 4th of May. You can check it out on the Bluebells and Buskers Facebook page. So right now, let's take a bit of music. This is from one of the bands who heavily featured last year on the main stage, Vagabonds and Thieves with Devil's Beat.
Fantastic track there from Vagabonds and Thieves called Devil's Beat. And now on to our next part of the interview with Brian O'Loughlin about the Bluebells and Buskers Festival. And in this part of the interview, I asked Brian to give us a walkthrough of what it's like to go to the Bluebells and Buskers Festival. And we ended up discussing Eastern philosophy. So Brian, can, can you just, can you just for, the, for the listeners explain... Um, the, the the basic walkthrough of 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 a, a visit to bluebells and buskers okay um normally we kick off around two o'clock now in actual fact it starts the barbecue starts around one and um, the musicians by and large are instructed to kick off around two but as soon as the punters start on the on the walk they do kind of kick off um, okay yeah so we have quite good parking facilities at the minute but Unfortunately, because of the crowds over the last couple of years, we had to move one of the car parks a bit back. So there's about a 10-minute walk up to the woods. When you arrive, there's a clearing and there's a barbecue um, and there's a stage. The venue, because it's in the woods, is an acoustic venue. But at the main stage where the barbecue is, we have um, rock band. And last year, it was brilliant. We had um, Vagabond and Thieves. We yes. already interviewed Pete. Yes, yes. Um, uh, super band, yeah. You know, yeah. And that, I have to say, really gave it a, a festival feel. Yeah. You know, from the car park, you can hear it. And, you know, and brilliant music. So. It's a great way to enter it, actually, yeah. Because you're, you're literally walking there's in the door. Straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and there's a nice atmosphere. And we've been very lucky in the last few years with the weather. Yeah. Um, so the walk is about 45 minutes if you were continually walking. Okay. And we have... We have the musician spaced out, no, and it's reasonably well directed after our full part the last year, losing half the crowd. Um, <laughs> and at, it's a big woods, Brian. You could lose people. <laughs> you could, in fairness, you know. But to be honest, that's what I love about the woods. You can go for a five-minute walk round Robin, or you can go for an hour. Yeah, you know, very true. Very true. Um, but anyway, so there's directions now. Anyway. And you go down, and we've a variety of different musicians, all just planted along the path in a little clearing with overhanging. Um, we try and pick picturesque spots. Um, like it's very simple. Like no, the woods a- are beautiful. Um, the place is full of flora, of carpet of um, bluebells and wild garlic, and even most years, well, after about I think the second or third year we actually made um, wild garlic pesto and we had baked brown bread. And at one spot where there's a lot of wild garlic, you'd free fresh brown bread with garlic on it, the wild garlic pesto. Fantastic. Um, but it's all just scattered along the woods. Um, and I'd say last year we had 27 musicians. Um, and that's it, really. You know, you come no, back no, that, around then. That's a perfect description. Yeah, no, it was just right, a good idea because... Um, because obviously, you know, we can't show them, but it, no, it's, no, no, it's, no, it's no. nice to describe it. And w- one thing I really do like is um, you've no idea who the next musician is. And you've no idea, even if you're going to see your friend who's playing in the woods, you've no idea where they are in the woods. 
So yes. it's 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 like a surprise, and and they could be around the first corner, or they could be around the last corner, or they could be in the middle. And in the meantime, you stumble across um, bits and pieces, and you might Absolutely. listen for one song, you might stay for ten minutes, you might you might might not be your bag, and you might continue walking. But it's just the 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 openness, the freeness, and the 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 lack of. I won't say lack of organization, but the lack of, because um, I know there's a huge amount of organization. No, goes into this. Fair enough. Um, it's understandable. You might see it. Though, or might no, no, I don't at all. No, I, it would be the, the lack of, um, I suppose, formal structure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there is a thing, and I have to say, I've had great, did you ever hear of Wabi Sabi? No, go ahead. It's kind of a, an Eastern um, philosophy. Okay. And I've been patiently waiting for the last 20 years for it to come in to fashion since I read about it. Wabi Sabi is basically the beauty of imperfection. Lovely. It's, the, you know, it's the worn paths. It's the, maybe the stained mug. You know, and I think the natural woods in Kill and Thomas are Wabi Sabi. It's the, the, the paths kind of vary in width. You know, they're not straight lines. And you just wander through the woods. Um, and it is, it's simple. It is, you know, re- quite basic. But the talent is fantastic and the venue is beautiful. Let's take another break there from the interview and let's have another piece of music. This is one actually one of my own and one I've played at the Bluebells and Buskers Festival, so that's why I picked it. This is called Educated in the Sun.
And now on to our second last part of the interview with Brian O'Loughlin, where we find out how Bluebells and Buskers got its name, also who's involved behind the scenes, and what to expect from this year's festival. There's, there's a committee of about five people. Okay. Um, and then on the day, there's... I've no idea. That's okay, yeah. Actually. A lot. <laughs> just, a know, lot then, A lot yeah. of people turn up and they're given the jacket. Go up yeah. there, you know, yeah, yeah. or help us out with the barbecue. But um, the last two years, um, the local scout group did the uh, barbecue. Fantastic. And I have to say, what an efficient, no messing crew. So then, and then we, we try and get to tea some volunteers from the TY in the local secondary school. But we normally get about 10 and we keep them in around the barbecue and they can go out and look after the musicians. And then, of course, we have the collecting, the money. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know. So, do, you want, do you want to give a, a, quick, um, a quick background on where that goes? Just so, so people would know yes. for the future, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so the community centre got a big overhaul a few years ago, the local community centre. And it is quite, it's an active little community centre. There's the Doomrun Falls course, etc. in it. They've got the Bulls Club. Um, there's the youth centre is a part of it. And there's a lot of different clubs, fitness clubs and everything else that go on in it. Yeah, and really what we're hoping, we want to get to the stage where the community centre can actually fit in a proper commercial kitchen. So that's really where that money is going for this year. Um, we're try- trying to raise, raise money for Hope D, which is an amazing charity in New- based in Newbridge, which deal with um, people that suffer from depression or anxiety or whatever, which I think will be an issue for a lot of people coming out of this uh, COVID-19 lockdown. While, you know, I, I feel guilty, I'm kind of, you know, enjoy it. But I mean, the weather's good. I live in the country, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. No, for a lot it's, of people, it's hard. It's going to touch them a lot harder. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, stuck in a house, you know, or relationships or whatever, that, well, I hope they don't get, hope they don't get particularly busy afterwards. Um, at least they'll have the facilities there to hopefully deal with what does come come their way and no, I, I think that's a really worthy cause um that's, that's yeah. something that's worth doing so that's that's this year this year just just to give a bit of background again this year and um, the unfortunately due to the the situation we find ourselves in obviously the bluebells and buskers is not going ahead in its current form um Correct. so do you want do you want to give us a heads up on what's actually happening it's uh, hopefully by yeah. the time this goes out um it'll either be happening or i'll try we'll try and get this to go out before oh yeah look so at carl if you could great if you can't yeah. don't worry about it because um obviously we, we can't actually gather in the woods that we did want to do something number one to keep bluebells and buskers alive because if you did lose a year you might lose the buzz by next year or whatever so we did want to keep it alive um, and the options were quite limited. I was talking to Barbara Devlin, another brilliant musician that would be playing with Vinnie Roach, um, another fantastic musician. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, dripping off actually, the tongue now. <laughs> yeah, I know. But Vinnie was actually the very first musician to play. Okay. Um, okay. Because at the, the plan was Vinnie plays the flute and the tin whistle. And Vinnie was going to play the tin whistle. And he was going to lead everybody down the woods. The Pied Piper. But, 
<laughs> Correct. You know, that was the plan. Yeah. And then I sure went away altogether. People were <laughs> skidding in around them. They were cutting around. And then we put a barrier across. And poor Vinny was doing more security than he was playing the same whistle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, back to, yeah. So I was chatting to Barbara last week or two weeks ago. And so we'll look at why don't we try and get the musicians to do a video in in the back garden. So we decided we'd call it Backyards and Buskers. And Excellent. we'd get them all to video. Well, we've about 20 um, today, 20 uh, videos, and we'll assimilate them into a kind of a more coherent um, video. And then we're going to put it out on Facebook at 2 p.m., on the third of Sunday, the third of May, which day it would have been on, and links that is a GoFundMe um, page, which is to raise funds, hopefully for a hope day. And there's already a few quid in it, so it's tipping along. Fantastic. I, I've noticed that going around. You mentioned it before, like, but there's there's been Tai Chi, there's been yoga, um, there's there's I think there was juggling and acrobatics think, one year or something correct, something similar, yeah. uh, opera singing, etc. There was there's obviously quite a bit of poetry. Uh, I think one year there was a fairy garden installation. Uh, yes, the, the reason uh, I know that is because I was yes. I was playing beside it. Um, uh, All uh, right, okay, cool. And uh, I, I had to start quietly uh, so as not to wake them into to rude a fashion. You're, you're very um, total, Carl. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was told to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and uh, and I've also noticed, uh, and, and this this just uh, pings back to yourself. I've also noticed some uh, bog oak installations along the way. So um, yes. I, I, I believe you've something got to do with that, Brian. So if you want to give a quick plug out there to you know for yourself, please do. Uh, ah, you're very good. Um, now I, I didn't put them in for the first few years, um, but a couple of years ago I decided, and I always kind of put them back off the path a bit. I think a lot of people missed them, and. I kind of like it because the people that see it aren't expecting it. They're not expecting a visual, you know. Yes. Um, and, and they're kind of caught off guard. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you can see um, I have a website, um, irishbogold.com, cool. and it'll give you a kind of a good variety. But it's each piece is individual, so they change quite dramatically from one piece to the next. So the website really gives you a general idea of what I do. One thing, one thing I wanted to ask definitely, uh, it's, it's a question I've had in my head um, and just more curiosity, was the name Bluebells and Buskers. So one, uh, where did it come from and who came up with the idea? And the second question I had to follow on from that was, were there any alternative names thought of at the time? Like Jingle well, in the it, Jungle that, or something? Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Um, no, that's a good question. And I actually have an old no- notebook and I have... There's about seven or eight options as it was okay. coming into my head because, um, as I say, it was after kind of it was for dad really we were setting it up and it was meant to be a one-off thing, the original plan, um, and it was just Jimmy's gander through the woods or something or thing. But I'll be honest, with you, once I wrote down bluebells and buskers, that was the end of it, you know. And you can see the list and you got the bluebells and buskers. There's a lovely ring. It sums the whole event up and it just sounds like something fun and pleasant. Yeah, no, the reason the reason I did ask was because um, from my point of view, when I saw the name Bluebells and Buskers, I was immediately wanted to do it. 
I, oh, I was really? immediately oh, cool. I was immediately drawn to it, and it it was the it was the biggest selling point before I actually knew what was going wow. on. Was oh, a nice one. That sounds interesting straight away. One I I and it, and it describes it. One I know it's involving nature. Two I know it's probably acoustic. Uh, three yeah. it sounds like fun. You know so yeah cool. You know straight away. Well, so I I wanted to ask uh, yeah that was, I was just curious that that um you know, how, how it came about. So it was yourself that came up with the name. Fair play, Brian. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and like none of them were really, you know, catching it, you know, at the start. Um, and like once that went down on the, on the page, that was the end of it, you know. And that's nearly the end of our interview with Brian O'Loughlin on the Bluebells and Buskers Festival. But of course, what remains is to subject Brian to our quickfire round. So I'll crack on, and to finish up, Brian, yeah. um, I'd like to do the the dreaded quick fire round, and so I'm going to use the same set of questions that was used in the the last podcast. So the first question up for you is iPhone or Android? Oh, I've been beaten into the iPhone by my family, so I'm an iPhone man. <laughs> iPhone against your will, but 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 now yeah, yeah. now that you're there you may as well stay in that ecosystem. Correct. Right? Yeah, and it's a great phone in fairness. It's not too bad. Not too shabby at all. Yeah, I, I think yeah. they're pretty much, they're, they're all pretty good at this point. But yeah, okay, yeah, iPhone. Right. Uh, morning or night owl? Oh, night owl. Okay. No hesitation. Okay. No hesitation is right. Okay, no. very good, very good. Uh, coffee or tea? Coffee in the morning and tea all night. <laughs> okay, yeah. This, this seems to be a common theme on this question. Very interesting. Okay. Um your favorite cartoon show as a kid? Um, I'd say it could have been. Is it Top Hat or oh, Top yes. Cat? Top Cat. Top Cat. That's a classic. I like it. Yes. Oh, I like Top Cat. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I had a great theme tune as well. Yeah. Okay. okay. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, very good. Okay. I, I like that answer. That's that's one I haven't wasn't expecting at all. Um, <laughs> would you like to be able to speak every language in the world? Or be able to speak to animals? Oh, I, I think speak to animals. I hope everybody else is able to speak English as their second language. <laughs> okay, I, I, that's, a very, that's a very reasonable answer because, you know, people can learn new languages. Animals can't. Let's no, speak to the yeah. animals. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay, yeah, no. Logic dictates that answer. I like it. Um, here's one that, that has the potential every time to go horribly wrong. Uh, this is fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is blank. Oh God! Well, I remember actually this one because um, I mean, and I think Pete was right. It was either hot or talented. Hot <laughs> I'm going to go with talented. Go, go with talented. I like it. I like it. Okay, we'll we'll we'll, we'll leave it clean. It's a family show. Thanks very yeah, much, yeah. Brian. Yeah, talented. Okay, that's that's two for Taylor Swift being talented. Um, Spotify or vinyl? Um. Oh, I'd have to. I'm not. I'd have to go with Spotify. I think because it's just so bloody handy. Yes, you know it is indeed handy. That um, and I'm not really a a purist at the end of the day. That Spotify does me access is more important. Correct. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Yes, it, well, there's, there's no doubt in that part. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and to everybody who's listening, this podcast is available on Spotify. So therefore, oh, yes. I, well I, done, I, Brian. I, I have to agree with that answer. Um, <laughs> Beyonce or Rihanna, who would you rather be friends with? Oh, I'll be honest, I wouldn't care. 
that's, that's also an excellent answer. Um, you wouldn't be friends with either, okay? Uh, or, or I'd be friends, friends with, with both. Friends with both, okay. Either or both. Um, how many hours sleep do you need a night? Oh, uh, seven. Seven, okay. Good solid. Yeah. Good. You like your sleep? No, I'll be honest, I, I like eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But seven is spot on. Yeah, you'll survive on seven. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Excellent, excellent. Um, and what was the last album you listened to? It doesn't have to be in full, just, you know, what was the last album you threw on? Well, I'd say the last one I listened to in full was Declan O'Rourke. Um, the Famine. Famine, and I have to say, it was really, I'd listened to it a couple of times, but he actually took out the lyrics and read along with the lyrics. And the guy, not only is a brilliant musician, he's a brilliant poet. Like the lines, they were fantastic. And it, that's really what drew me in when I was actually reading the lyrics along, you know, as he was singing the songs, I was blown away. It's the cro- Famine Chronicles. Famine Chronicles, fantastic. Okay, I, I actually don't know that one, so... It's one I, I'll obviously I'll check out and, and have a do, listen to. Do do. Uh, I, I obviously know Declan O'Rourke, but just I, I'm not I'm not not uh, not familiar with that that, that album. What okay. was your first What was your first live gig that you attended? Well, Sorry. do you know what? Have I lost you there? The most crucial statement. I think I have. What a way to finish. Will we ever find out Brian's first gig? We did indeed find out. I caught up with Brian shortly afterwards and uh, on the phone as technology had let us down. And it was a great first gig. It was the Rolling Stones in Sling. Thank you for listening to Empty Pockets Podcast once again. You can catch us on Facebook where we have an Empty Pockets Podcast page now. Also on Instagram. You can catch the actual podcast on Spotify or on Buzzsprout. Remember, the Bluebells and Buskers Festival this year is actually on Facebook on May the 3rd on the Bluebells and Buskers page.